0: I'd like to turn to the twelfth uh, chapter of the book of Exodus this morning. Um, in, while having our uh, the ordinance of our communion service, the Lord's Supper on my mind, my my mind typically goes to the the Passover. Uh, I'd like to bring out some thoughts in this uh, and then go over to the New Testament. It says here in Exodus, the 12th chapter, the third verse, Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel, saying, In the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb According to the house of their fathers, a lamb for an house. Uh, now, in, in, in this verse, he's, he's saying, Speak ye unto all the congregation of Israel. There's a specific people here that are to do this. It's Israel. See, people of God. Uh, this the, he was not speaking to Gentiles at this point. Uh, now, I've heard some some uh in various times in the past, the primitive Baptists being criticized for having what's called closed communion. That is one of the ordinances of the church that Jesus Christ set up. And we have that in, in God's Word. And, it's, and it is for those people. Uh, does, that, does that mean that uh, those that do not uh, partake of that, that ordinance, are not children of God? No, not at all. Not at all. This is, this is something that is peculiar to the church, and it's special to the church. It certainly has meaning behind it. I I think of and so much that the Hebrew people that Israel did, uh, even even uh, today the Jewish faith and so forth that they do had strong meaning behind it. Certainly, this is no exception. Um, So it goes on and says, and if the household be too little for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next unto his house. Take it according to the number of the souls. Every man, according to his eating, uh, shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. So he gives more details here. So he, he, he allows and covers for certain situations here in this detail in the fourth verse. Then he goes on and says, Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male of the first year, he shall take it out from the sheep. Or from the goats, uh, and then he gives other other details there, and you can go to Leviticus and see see much of that. But so this lamb without blemish, uh, certainly this, and we'll we'll see more that this is a memorial to what is to happen and what happened with them in the Passover, the literal Passover, where God passed over. Certain ones where he saw the blood. Now this, this, but at the same time, this points to the work of Jesus Christ on the cross. This lamb without spot and without blemish. In John, first chapter, 29th verse. Behold the lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin, from their sins. Uh, give himself a ransom for many. Uh, that's all talking about Jesus Christ. Everything was pointing to that action of Jesus Christ. Even this. And I, I think I have the, the thoughts where even at this time, uh, God knew uh, that uh, certainly in eternity, that his son, Jesus Christ, would have to come and die and sacrifice and shed the redeeming blood. Uh, on the cross, uh, God knew that all the times though everywhere that we read in the Old Testament of the failings of uh israel uh, and uh the the judgments upon them and so forth, he knew then he knew then and and uh, but uh, but this points to that, but also is a uh, uh, is a memorial to the passover um 7th verse says, and they shall take of the blood of this lamb that they kill, take of the blood and strike it on the two side posts and on the upper door post of the houses, wherein they shall eat it. And they shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread, and with bitter herbs they shall Eat it, uh, and then more more details. But they're to eat of this uh, after they have applied the blood of that lamb without spot, without blemish, uh, on their door. Uh, there, but uh, I'm going to talk for a moment about this unleavened unleavened bread in uh, in Luke. The, uh, the 12th chapter of Luke. It uh, says, in the meantime, first, first verse there in that 12th chapter of Gospel of Luke. In the meantime, when there were gathered together an innumerable multitude of people... In so much as they trode one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples, first of all, so he speaks to his disciples here, Jesus Christ does. He says, beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Uh, this is not this is not at the time that uh, Lord Jesus Christ set up uh, the ordinance of communion of, the, of this fellowship of, of the Lord's Supper uh, prior to his arrest and his, his, uh, his death. Uh, this is at another time. But he speaks of this uh, leaven. Of course, leaven is uh, – uh, it, uh, it represents uh, wickedness, evil, sin – so he, but so this evil uh, of hypocrisy, uh, he's saying, "Beware ye of of that." And I know, I know that uh, in uh, well, let me first go to First Corinthians, the fifth chapter. Uh, says in the fifth chapter of First Corinthians, again, this is not. In the institution of that ordinance, it is not during the Passover, but he speaks here. Uh, he says, you're in the sixth verse, your glorying is not good. Your glorying is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump?" Purge out, therefore, the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, uh, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. So he's using this bread it's a representation of this sincerity and truth, uh, but he says a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. And this this word lump, if you uh, the, the word uh, need to need like dough bread dough, and so once you get leaven in that and you're kneading it, it's in there. It's a, there's no getting it out of there. And so once that wickedness and that, and in this case, their glorying, which is not good, once that's in there, it's, it's kneaded into it, uh, into this lump. And uh, so uh, uh, it says that uh, uh, a little leaven uh, leaveneth the whole uh, lump here. Uh, and even though, and we do and we should always emphasize in our communion service, uh, the representation of that unleavened bread as the body, the impeccable body of Christ, but uh, but at at all times we are to avoid that leaven in our homes, uh, and uh, we're blessed in doing that. And and I and I see that, and and I, I often thought when I was when I was younger. That there, there, there are so many things that are necessary for us to try, strive to walk that straight, that narrow, enter into the straight gate to serve God as we should. So many distractions. Uh, there was a time that, that uh, uh, most of my thoughts were I've, I've, I've got to get a, a good job and that, that's good, we need that. Uh, but, and, and it was all about a career and making more and more money and so forth. Those kind of things wane later on in life. And we begin, we see uh, the importance of, uh, of uh, uh, ridding our, our homes and our families and our lives uh, of this leaven all the time. That's my point in this. Not just on two Sundays of the year. Uh, I know at old school they have communion one time a year in April. Uh, but uh, we have it twice, so as often as you do it, do it in remembrance of me. But not just those times to, 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 now in the communion service, in showing the Lord's death till he come. Uh, then certainly we're brought to my, It's brought to our minds that Lamb of God, without blemish and without spot, uh, uh, and uh, and uh, that where that uh, bread unleavened bread represents that. Uh, but that should encourage us to at all times uh, serve God uh, and rid ourselves of that leaven. And when it comes down to it, and it's one of those things that should be obvious. But we're blessed in that. We're blessed in that, uh, and and uh, uh, in in all facets of our lives, we are. So I would encourage you to do that. And in saying that, I feel like I typically or always am speaking to a people that are have done been so much more successful at doing that than than myself. Uh, and so, but we're to be reminded and exhorted and encouraged uh, to do those things. Uh, but, uh, uh, so uh, all of this uh, p- points to the, uh, the this pointing back to the work of Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, also in that Passover, uh, it points back to, it's a mem- memorial of the Passover itself. Uh now, he goes on here. I don't want to read all of this, but let me get a couple more verses back in Exodus, Exodus, the 12th chapter. And 11th verse says, And thus shall ye eat it with your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand. They were to be ready to depart. They were going to be sl- saved from the slavery that they have been in under bondage there in Egypt for all these years. Uh, and ye shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night. And will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt. That's everyone. That is everyone. He's not just talking about Israel. The Hebrew people. He's not just talking about the Egyptians and so forth. The firstborn. Uh, All the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. So he, he ends that sentence with, I am the Lord. I will execute judgment. God, still at this point, not being any less sovereign than he was before or after, is the Lord, and he executed judgment then uh, this was his will that this that this take place here. Now going on to this this beautiful part in the thirteenth verse, and the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses. that lamb's blood from those animals that they that they slew, and all that blood was not special in any more respect than uh, than what he tells us here. It was not, it did not become the blood of Christ any more than the wine that we drink, the fruit of the vine in our communion service becomes the literal blood of Christ. It does not. It is a token. It's a token. But it represented. It was a token of the blood of the Lamb of God. You talk about without spot and without blemish. He was without sin. He did not. Uh, deserve uh, what he got, at the, certainly at the hands of man, the, the, the sinful man, uh, but then that wrath of God that was put upon Christ on the cross, uh, that was in, in our place, in our room, in our stead. That's, where, that's what that was. And, and all of this should point to him. And when we rid ourselves of leaven in our lives, what, in whatever it is then, we should think upon that. The spotless Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world. He says, then, when I, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. So this blood that's over the doors, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. That's exactly what he did. When he saw the blood of Christ, the anointed one, uh, he passed over those. uh, Who did he pass over? Uh, uh, he passed over uh, all of those uh, that, uh, that uh, were, were, were not, I have to think of my negatives and positives here, but those that were not in the chosen, elected family of God, uh, he uh, uh, were not represented uh, uh, by Jesus Christ at Calvary on the cross with this blood. Uh, that he shed the redeeming blood for all that God gave him. I believe that Christ knew uh, when my sins were placed on Him, when He shed the blood for me, uh, there's disputes on was that that blood shed within Him. uh, Did His heart uh, uh, burst uh, as wax and so forth. Uh, I just know it took place, it took place on the cross right there at the very moment that Jesus Christ would have done it. It was the will of God. It was the purpose of God. It was the purpose of God. Uh, so when he sees the blood I will pass over you he saw the blood of Christ Uh, so then uh, uh, says uh, and so in proving my point about this leaven in the 15th verse seven days shall ye eat unleavened bread even the first day ye shall put away leaven out out of your houses so they could not even have leaven in their houses and they observed this uh, and uh, the Passover was, was every year, they, and they have a number. I have books and pamphlets on the different feasts that they observed, all with meaning, all with meaning, of course. Uh, put all leaven out of your houses. Uh, certainly we are taught to do that. Uh, And it speaks of the gods here. He he passed judgment against, and it says, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. All those gods that I may serve in my life. uh, Whether it's uh, uh, material wealth, whatever it is. uh, uh, Sinfulness, wickedness. Then I'm to uh, uh, remove that. Put that away from my house. My family. What a blessing that is. When that's when we're blessed to do that. Uh, now in so this Passover now we don't we don't observe the Passover, but in I'm going to go to the twenty sixth chapter of Matthew, and in this I'm so thankful that this picture is is given to us as he set up uh, instituted the Lord's Supper. This ordinance uh, in the church. Um, I'm thankful that the seventeenth verse is written in here. If we compare some of the 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 versions of Bibles uh, or contrast those against the King James translation, there are entire verses left out, entire uh, phrases within verses changed and left out, changed the meanings uh, immensely. So I'm thankful for that this is here. Now, the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? This was This was no shock to them, surprise. They knew he was going to eat the Passover because he had done that before. And he was going to do that uh, at this time. Uh, and so he tells them. He tells them uh, what to do, what to look for uh, at this point, to find a place. And the disciples, uh, 19th verse, And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. And he sat down with the twelve. Well, who was in the church at that time? It was a 12. That is the church at this point. Uh, I, uh, again, I tend to, in my, in, at this point in my life, I look back and I try to envision the scenes of these different scenes. I think about when Stephen was, was stoned to death there in preaching the gospel. I think about this room. Uh, where Jesus Christ gathered with the twelve, with his disciples, uh, who would be saved uh, by his blood. Uh, So uh, they made ready for the Passover. They gathered, he sat down with the twelve, and he spoke of Judas here. I don't want to emphasize or go into that, but it is here. You're aware of that, that betrayed Jesus. Uh, in the 26th verse now so this is the transition he institutes the the, uh, the Lord's Supper at this point and as they were eating Jesus took bread and blessed it and break it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, "Take, eat. This is my body." It was a token of his body. It was it was a token of this this unleavened body. No sin in him at all. Uh, and and so then he and he goes on, and they, they drink drink this. The, took of the cup and gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, "Drink ye all of it, uh, for this is my blood of the new testament." Which is shed for many for the remission of sins. So he's pointing to that. Uh, he is fully being God and man. He is fully aware of the, the time when his and his time is come. Uh, but when that would take place. When he would uh, shed that redeeming blood uh, uh, on the cross during the crucifixion, uh, uh, did, uh, did Jesus Christ, uh, the Son of Man, the Son of God, did he have to have uh, man uh, do all these things to him that we might be saved? No, man had no part in our salvation. Uh, God Almighty uh, determined the necessity. Uh, he determined uh, what sacrifice uh, was to be made. Made and then provided that sacrifice—that's totally by grace and uh, and mercy of God. He did not have to do that. He could have executed judgment uh, 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 as we receive here in time, because He does love us. Uh, but He could have executed judgment uh, in His sovereignty and not uh, uh, not to uh, had Jesus Christ reconcile uh, or redeem any of us to God, but. He did not do that. He went through with this, uh, this eternal covenant, uh, uh, that this agreement in the Trinity. And so uh, uh, sent uh, his only begotten son to, uh, to suffer uh, and bleed and die for us. And then some of us, by again the same grace and mercy, has had that revealed to us, in I say in fullness, but uh, uh, I, I, I still uh, am plagued uh, with the sin that seems to uh, uh, darken uh, uh, the, the, the the truth of God, to, even to me, uh, that and that to where I uh, I long to be uh, uh, in heaven, body, soul, and spirit, the entire uh, uh, purchased possession uh, uh, that uh, that I would uh, see clearly Jesus Christ and what He's done for me. And what God Almighty has done. And to feel that love. We feel that now. We have the earnest of our inheritance now. Uh, and that's what, uh, uh, that's what uh, uh, causes us and, and, and uh, 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 encourages us to uh, put the leaven away from us uh, to serve him. Uh, and I don't want to do that simply because I desire the, the blessings of God. I need to do that because uh, I already know that one day I will be there with him. That's a great comfort, certainly now in my life. Did I think about that much less when I was younger? Yeah, I did. I thought about it much. Oh, I've got, I've got my whole life ahead of me and all. But uh, did I? uh, And I do not. I do not uh, uh, void or minimize the deep spiritual feelings of anyone, any child of God, uh, uh, no matter what age, uh, uh, that uh, that they feel they are blessed by the Holy Ghost uh, uh, to feel and to see these things, uh, to give God all the thanks. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, each of us uh, are, ha- i tell you what, uh, uh, I, I, uh, the, the, the leaven that I need to rid myself of is different from the leaven that you need to rid yourselves of. I don't know. Uh, but I, that is between God and yourselves uh, uh, and, and in that. Uh, uh, but he can bless us. He does not tell us anywhere to do anything in his word that we're not able to do. We're able to, do, to accomplish all of that, and, 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 and still he gives us the rest and the peace uh, in this life. And we look toward, we, we, we seek those things above uh, where Jesus Christ uh, uh, is dwelling right now. May God bless you and keep you. We'll close the service this morning, and we'll sing a couple of verses.